Yeah, Rap Radar Podcast, Elliot Wilson. It's B-Dot. B-Dot, what's up, baby? Feeling great. Yo, we back at it, man, because this guy's making a lot of noise, man. Long awaited, man. The yep. autobiography is here, man. Vic Mensa, how are you, sir? I'm good, man. Thank you for having me. Congratulations, man. Thank you very much. Talk man. about this journey, man, because I know, like, does it, because you put out so much music, like, does it feel like a debut? Does it feel like a new, a new chapter right now? It really does, man. I really feel as if I'm, I'm putting my first major, major foot into carbon footprint you know kind of in the history because this album is is for me really returning to square one and the themes i'm touching on and and the you know just the lyrical content and the production the styles included and sampled the people involved it, it feels some heavyweights some heavyweights right. it just feels <laughs> like the way that i i would want to do a debut album and I've I've put out different music at different times that had different directions and different energies and this is what feels the most me and it's it's the most personal, it's the most revealing, the most honest and that's why it's my debut album. Mm. It's like a process you've been constantly like tinkering with it, right? right? Can you talk a little about that process of just getting it to the place where you feel like, okay, this is the story I want to tell. Right. Well, honestly, that's that's basically the story of the album for the most part. It's like it, it's taking you more or less through the last, like, I guess four or so years of my life, four or five years of my life, which were just very tumultuous, and I'm growing. And like anybody that's growing up, you try things, uh, you're trying to find yourself and figure yourself out and, you know, add in, like, an element of... Uh, public opinion and mm. you know pressure and people watching you and uh, at the same time like being around the world like coming in large sums of money it could just be uh, like anybody's growing process but magnified and like with a bunch of exclamation points after it so every time mm. you fall it's like you fall harder and everybody you come up harder you know what I mean yeah. everybody got something to say and Ultimate peaks and valleys. Right? Word up. That's and that's exactly what I'm talking about in the album. And that was the process, really. And you know, there were certain points in time where there was music that I made and I released that didn't. I didn't really feel like it reflected me, and I didn't feel like I was saying the things that I wanted to say. And sometimes I went down a path that was maybe you know following trends or following what I felt was expected of me. Mm. And and at points in time it did well for me but it uh never did well to me if you understand what i'm saying so yeah, it's right. kind of like this is music that i i say it's the debut not only because you know it is proper but it's also like it's music that i know i could stand on in 15 years 20 years right. and be like i i can i can honor this song that i wrote for my homie that got killed in Chicago. I could honor, you know. Heaven on earth. Like, right. yeah, I can honor these different these different records and these different experiences, and I think that they're going to be around for a long time. You have this record called um, Almost There, and you say fans always said they want the old Vic back. But, like, what is the old Vic? What do you think they mean by that? I don't even know what they mean. You know people say, <laughs> you know people say that, like, right. about any artist. Yeah. About any artist. And I'm, I've probably said it about an yeah. artist before. I try to catch myself when I find myself doing that because I'm like, I want to allow artists space to grow, even though I might love what they've done before. And I think that's the whole thing about, about artists and, you know, rappers specifically, really, because... 
it's it's so verbose and like my favorite rappers have always been really lyrical and you knew a lot about them just by listening to their music mm -hmm. so you connect to them and you kind of feel like you know them right. and then when you see them go somewhere that you didn't expect or you didn't want then it can You're like, like oh, it can no. kind of like it, it can feel like your friend switched up on you, you right. know. When really it's just it's just them growing and being a person, you know. I mean, I'm sure you're not the same exactly today exactly, as right. you were 20 well, years ago. You yeah. know what I mean? Do you feel like more fans come up to you more in the internet, Vic, or like there's a lot going on, Vic? I think a lot of people did connect to me um, with you know things I was talking about, and there's a lot going on. A lot of people do talk to me about like I think when I was saying the old Vic there people were really thinking about like internet tape and stuff like mm, that and yeah. and I'm trying to tell them I'm like see if you really really was doing your homework and digging and 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 knowing what's <laughs> going on like you would know I had like a I had a mixtape when I was 16 which is how I first first met no ID called straight up that's mm -hmm. like lyrically and 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 sonically is way more in line with the autobiography and my right. album right mm. now and something like Almost There and, or even uh, There's a Lot Going On than it is the internet. The internet was, that was the beginning of when I was really on drugs. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you said that whole tape you was on mushrooms, right? Yeah, it was wow. like that was, and at first it was an experimental thing, but you know, that's why it's like so fucking eclectic like and just like, like, like really like carefree and like features. very like, just out there, you know, and it's right. like, um, and I'm I'm experimental, but I don't really look at that music and listen to that music as like being like a reflection of like me at center. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Like, mm -hmm. I think the way that that I'm writing now really reminds me more of the way I was writing when I was 16, 17 than anything kind of in between because there was a point of time from when I was like 19 until I was like 22 and started making this album, which is when I made the song, There's a Lot Going On and things like right, that. Yeah. Um, all between them, I was kind of, I was spiraling out of control, man. I was like, I was very dependent on drugs and my mental state was deteriorating and my relationships were deteriorating mm -hmm. and shit was like, although I was like, coming into money and like uh, being on stages and going around the world, I was uh, not happy, you know? Yeah, we hear that a lot. I mean, you talk about it too. Like we hear a lot of artists talk about depression. We hear a lot of talk about, you know, oh, uh, medication, opiate, Molly Percocet, all these kind of right. drugs, over-counter drugs. Like it's changed. It's not like a crack thing. It's not like <laughs> right. that type of work. Smoking crack. Like, you know? <laughs> Smoking crack. I'm old, think I come from the crack out of rap. Roll the crack. <laughs> Imagine. Then light up the crack. <laughs> Hell no. Bring crack back. <laughs> Buy some crack. But, right. But do you think? What do you think it was? Fuck do you think selling crack? <laughs> do you think it was just? What do you think was all this stuff coming at you? Like, what do you attribute it to that you think that you became too reliant on the drugs during that period? Because it looks like on the surface all these blessings are coming your way, right? Right. You signed the Rock Nation. Kanye wants to work with you. All these people want to work with you. Like, what's going on that makes you like go down that path? You think? You know, I, I really explored that in the album. That was kind of what the process of the album was like for me was I brought in a, a friend of mine named Kathy Ian Dolly, and she's a she's a writer that helped yeah. me step in kind of like as a biographer mm. for the autobiography. And, you know, she's asking me questions. We're going through my whole life experience, <clears throat> like from early childhood. And, you know, I'm, I'm exploring 
different things that I was seeing around me that kind of influenced me, influenced me later. And whether it was like issues with kind of feeling ostracized and unaccepted in different worlds because because my my family is like multicultural, you know, yeah. and I never really felt like I was fully accepted with black people or definitely not considered to be white, right. you know. Um, so from a young age, I feel like that's something that was in my mind. Then, you know, I grow up or I start to grow up and I'm looking outside and and although I, I'm in a two-parent household, I'm like watching kids selling crack and fiends right buying there. crack yeah. like across the street right. and, you know, people being shot and all of these things and I'm seeing like people close to me shooting up heroin, waving needles at me. And, you know, you take all these things in, you know, you're 11, 12, 13, 14, grow up a little bit, start doing what I'm doing, but I was always kind of of the, I'm a, I'm going to give it to you, but I ain't, you know, I'm not doing drugs. That was always kind of like a mentality I had. And then, you know, as we got a little bit older, um, you know, the mentality just kind of changed and, and things became like a lot more accepted and everybody's trying this and trying that. And people are different. But for me, it it took me down a path of like kind of losing who I was because I've always... Um, well, not always, but from a young age, like around 15 years old, um, is when like I first ever saw a therapist, and I remember they gave me like some psychiatric medications, Zoloft, and it was making me have zaps in my brain. I was like, I can't fuck with this. This is weird. But you know, I was I was definitely experiencing like anxiety to a major degree, and starting to certain things that are kind of like genetic, you know, things mm-hmm. that can be triggered also by marijuana. A lot of people don't know, you know, I started smoking weed when I was 11, wow. and I remember when I started having the anxiety, and right then the weed started to affect me differently. Mm. And then I started to like not go all the way back